Hi, welcome to Hello Church. I am Wade Bearden. And I am Justin Trapp. And today we're going to be talking about embarrassing stories, things you've said that were embarrassing while preaching. Yeah. I have a lot of stories of my own. (laughs) How do you get back from saying something embarrassing or maybe even offensive. We're going to be discussing that in this episode. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure to ring the bell and leave us some comments. Tell us about one of your embarrassing moments, if it's appropriate, right, in the comments. Right. We'd love to read those, and I'm sure other people <laughs> would love to read those as well. If you subscribe or listen to us on Apple iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, make sure to leave us a rating and a review. And Tweet us at Ministry Pass with your embarrassing stories. As I mentioned, I, I think everyone will enjoy just kind of swapping those because they're just, they're usually great. Yeah, well, and one of the things I'm interested in talking through too is like, how do you recover from an embarrassing moment during a sermon? Mm-hmm. Maybe you said something that was embarrassing or, or uh, heaven forbid, you said something that was offensive or uh, you said something that was theologically incorrect. Like, how mm-hmm. do you... Um, go back and correct that or how do you move forward in the sermon is the sermon just lost from that moment i can tell Mm -hmm. you i'll start with one of my stories uh it was literally one of my first sermons at my first job i was 19 years old i was a junior high pastor at a large church we had 150 junior high kids in the room why anyone gave me that job first of all that's uh that's another podcast that's 150 junior high kids is that a job or is that a punishment yeah right and with junior high kids you know they're like the puppy dogs right they're just like glad to see Mm -hmm. you and wagging their tail and they laugh at everything and they giggle at everything but there was this one sermon it was i'm telling you it was like first or second sermon right out of the gate and i was trying to to have something like really creative and really fun and so i was on the story the parable of the the five loaves and the two fish of the boy who 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 gave his lunch to jesus Mm -hmm. to be used to feed the five thousand excuse me and one of the things that was interesting is uh no i don't have COVID. i know that that thought ran through your mind just now um so one of the things that was interesting is the, the point of the sermon was hey, hey just be willing to give what you have to the lord so that he can use it to mm-hmm. further the gospel and so i had this this little illustration where i had a sack lunch and i was like what is the perfect sack lunch right so for me at the time again my audience junior hires so i had a sack lunch and i had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in there i had so are you are you a soft cheetos guy or crunchy cheetos guy soft what are soft cheetos yeah that's what i was saying so i had crunchy cheetos okay the, yeah the real cheetos and then i like crunchy <clears throat> cheetos and then i had um those uh, those desserts the ding dongs okay yeah and so I, and then i had a dr pepper okay now you already know where this is going right yeah so I'm in the middle of like the heated part of the it's message. It's like Chekhov's gun. It's like I had some ding dongs in my sack lunch. It's like okay, we we know we're gonna come back to that. Later. Yeah, basically, <laughs> we're about to circle right back to that. And so I'm in the middle of like this passionate part of the message. Like if you you know if you could just um, give what you have to the Lord, He will use it. And I said, you know, h- how would the disciples reacted uh, if they Jesus came to them and said, hey. Uh, give me your ding dong and and, and literally the, i just yeah. I, I it was like the first thing that came to my mind and i was trying to pick something out of the lunch why i chose ding dongs mm-hmm. and I, literally it was just giggling for the next 15 minutes and wow. i was frustrated they thought it was so funny 
And well, they, they brought it up to me for months on end. Hey, Pastor <laughs> Justin, remember you talked about ding-dongs in the server? That was so funny. You're like, I can't eat a ding-dong in Ever public again. again nope. Or a junior high kid's going to come up to me like, hey, remember. If you would have said that in an adult uh, sermon, it would have been bad. I, it's You can't, you can just close service with a junior high. You just be like, hey, yeah. guys, that was let's just pray yeah we all need prayer uh, i it, it's funny because when you're a youth pastor you can't say duty at all right you're like it's yeah. our duty as christians you just you can't say that i it's funny because you have these uh embarrassing moments where you say something and you don't mean to say it and then there are other moments when you plan to say something you just didn't think it through yeah and one of the best examples i i didn't i didn't actually do this i witnessed this but we had a Christmas service at a church I was a youth pastor at. And it was one of those fun productions and all the kids were in the Sunday morning service with us. Usually they go to children's church. So they're in the service with us. And the pastor, he comes out and we're gonna be talking, if you have kids listening, we're gonna be talking about Santa for a moment, wink, wink. He comes out in the first line of his message. He says, I remember the day I stopped believing in Santa Claus. I remember when I found out he wasn't real. And there was this gasp in the audience, not from the kids. The kids were just shocked. Uh, All the parents were diving, covering kids' ears. They were they were saying, "No, this is a fake story. This is you know this he's he's just pretending." And I call it the day Santa died. Oh man! How yeah. did he recover from that? I, he with the children. He was oblivious with until f- afterwards. <laughs> with the future of your church, right? Yeah, and you know, during messages, you'll say something that ends up being embarrassing. Yeah, uh, you'll say something that you just planned and it just doesn't go over right. And sometimes you say something accidentally offensive, and maybe it's something you don't mean to say, or maybe it's even a blind spot where you think about it. You're like, oh, I. I I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but from different perspectives, it could mean different things. And so we want to kind of discuss that. This is fun because we can kind of share uh, some stories. There's also uh, another scenario when you get interrupted by someone else. So one day I was I was preaching, and you were there that I, I was day. there. I remember this. You were there this, the, this day, and I was talking about uh, joy. And at first, I had to define joy at the beginning of the message. So is joy just being happy, right? And I was sharing different quotes and illustrations from modern culture to talk about happiness and how happiness is fleeting. Happiness is really kind of based on your circumstances. And so before I read the text, I was setting the stage and I played a video and it's kind of famous. It's from Tom Brady. I think it was after he had won a couple of Super Bowls and he's in this interview and he says, you know, I, I won some Super Bowls and I just, you know, I, I keep asking myself, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. And that was a good introduction to, okay. It was at the beginning of your message. Very beginning of the message. A good introduction to happiness, joy. What is that? The difference between the two. And the video ended and a gentleman stood up in the audience and yelled, I thought this was a was a, a Christian church. I thought they preached the Bible yeah, here. I thought they preached from the Bible or something like and that. And I didn't, I was confused at first. And I go, excuse me? <laughs> and he, so he said it again. I thought they preached the Bible here. And then it just really took me off guard. And he busted out of the doors and he yelled, 
uh, I think he yelled heresy, heresy, and just he he just he was he was gone, and that was just a wild scenario, and I I was stunned, and I think in that moment, what I probably should have done is I probably should have said, hey, uh, let's just stop and pray for a moment and refocus, and let's pray for this gentleman because there's something going on in his life that made him do this. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, and he used to ride by uh, ride by on his bicycle to church and, and cuss us out. And yeah, yeah. He, he may have had a few friends traveling with him, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I I should have just paused and been like, hey, let's pray for the let's 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 say a word of prayer. Uh, but I kind of stumbled over, and eventually I got people back. Uh, but these scenarios will come, and we have to kind of prepare beforehand for them so we don't lose the audience, we don't lose the message, and we find a way to transition and even to show love yeah. in the middle of all these circumstances. Yeah, I think it's important, especially, you know, I, I remember I was there, and that was really awkward, but I thought you handled it very, very well. And I don't think people couldn't, I mean, once they move past like the next few moments, everyone yeah. could refocus and, and, and get a light. I think that's important. Like if, if you say something dumb, if you say something embarrassing, uh, you know, you can move forward, just refocus yourself. And it's okay to acknowledge the moment. I think a lot of times people try to like ignore it mm -hmm. and it becomes like this massive elephant in the room. And it's okay to just be self-deprecating mm -hmm. or just say, hey, you know what? Uh, that's awkward. Yeah. I mean, th that kind of actually makes everyone laugh a lot of times mm -hmm. when you just acknowledge like this is awkward. If you say something offensive, I think it's also a good opportunity to consider what you've said. And maybe sometimes you don't realize what you said is offensive. You can come back and uh, if an apology is needed, that's okay. Like it's okay mm -hmm. to say, hey, you know what? I said this. It, it's not what I meant or that's not what I intended. And I apologize for it. I think it's I think it's totally fine for us to to even try to make amends on, on things we've said. And if you've yeah. said something that maybe didn't line uh, align theologically uh, with with uh, your beliefs or you misspoke, it's okay to come circle back around maybe the next message, mm -hmm. um, uh, or at the end of the sermon if you if you think about it, because you know you're preaching. It's really easy to say something um, wrong or incorrect or to lose your thoughts or to lose your train of thoughts. Even in a podcast, right? I can like lose my train of thought yeah. in a 45 minute sermon. You're, you're even, there's more opportunities to, to miss uh, speak. And so um, just remember, relax. It's okay. Mm -hmm. We all have embarrassing stories. In fact, I have a story that again, it was with junior hires. So it seems like it's really easy to like lose Mm -hmm. lose the audience with junior hires no, right so we were talking about uh sexual purity and um you know all of those yeah. types of conversations with junior hires and i had my purity ring on and i was at the end of my message and i pulled my purity ring off and i was trying to make a point about you know here's what this purity ring stands for and here's what it means and and you can you can follow this you know be like me that you know making myself the hero and i accidentally dropped the ring and it literally just like hit the floor and bounced like 15 feet and uh -huh. hit every metal chair on the way yeah. down. And this like herd of junior hires run to get it, you know, yeah. and bring it back to me. And I was so frustrated because I was like, it was such a serious moment for me. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it went off the rails. The kids were giggling. I dropped the ring. It, like I just, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't recover after that. Well, and it brings to mind this one principle that I think helps with, the topic we're talking about, but just sermons in general, is if you're going to use some sort of illustration or slide or video, whatever it is, uh, make sure you practice beforehand. Yeah. Uh, there, I remember running a youth camp in this 
speaker wanted me to play a clip and it was back before all the clips were on computers. You were, you were hitting play on a DVD and then hitting pause. And he's like, okay, play the clip, stop it immediately here. Because if you don't, there is a curse word one second later, <laughs> right? And uh, I gosh. prayed and God gosh. allowed me to hit the pause button at the right moment. There was no curse words. But y- there have been times when people have played clips or something and they just, they don't, they don't test it out beforehand. And as a result, something bad happens. I remember doing an illustration with a pastor and he was using, uh, it's kind of a classic story, but is about gossip. And uh, this person gossips and tries to apologize to the pastor. And the pastor says, hey, give me a ripped up pillow with feathers and, and let's go outside. And they, th- they throw it up into the, uh, into the wind and the feathers kind of go everywhere. And they're like, okay, go collect the feathers. And they're like, oh, I can't, you know, it's impossible. And he's like, that's gossip, right? It just spreads. So the, the pastor, uh, he was like, hey, I want you to help me. I'm going to turn the fan on and you throw the feathers up. Well, the fan was, I don't know, probably the weakest fan ever made. And, and the feathers just went up and just landed in a big pile, which ruined the entire illustration because it's like, oh, gossip, right? It's supposed to be you can't collect it, but you can actually. So make sure to test things out. Uh, make sure to read through uh, your slides. I've seen typos that were very embarrassing and oh. ended up being very inappropriate. Oh, man. And, and you've got to make sure. So, so have that uh, in mind. And to, to what you're saying, too, is uh, make it a teachable moment and be willing to apologize. Have the humility. Because so many, we don't really know how to apologize. When a, when a, a politician or somebody messes up, they're so scared of admitting guilt because it could be used against them on, on a campaign video or something. It could be. They could. Be. But as Christians, we have to yeah. be willing to say, I was wrong. I, I don't mean to offend, but you know what? My words did offend. So I want to apologize for that. Uh, now, that's a little bit different than just an embarrassing moment. That's us actually saying something that, that is offensive. And then two, this is kind of an interesting uh, experiment. I've been at a church where a guest speaker said something that was very offensive. And my pastor had to handle it with grace, but he apologized on behalf of bringing this individual in. And so we have to be open to that too, because yeah. we want to model the behavior we want to see in the people around us. So there's, I have one last story before we end it. And, and, and I would love, I mean, we would love to hear your stories. Put it in the comments below. I mean, everyone will um, find uh pleasure out of reading you know your embarrassing stories mm-hmm. laughing with you right not at you but uh the last story i have is probably my most embarrassing ministry in or moment in ministry and i wasn't preaching but you said something about text going up on the screen mm-hmm. and it seems like all my embarrassing stories were, were when I'm, like my first two years in ministry mm-hmm. just a lot a lot to learn young yeah. padawan right you're and you're you're beginning to preach every week and maybe you're not used to it and yeah. so if you're not careful it just it happens. So I was I was editing a graduation video and we had twenty graduates that year. And so it's like this, you know, slideshow uh-huh. and it's taking forever, right? I'm I'm gathering all the photos from the parents and I'm for twenty graduates, and it's just this long video. I'm having to use like seven songs, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the video that nobody cares to watch, but the parents when their child is up on the screen graduating yeah. and we, we all like suffer through the rest of it. Well, uh, I put this placeholder text in like right in the middle. And basically it was notes for myself that said, waiting on parents for photos. 
and yeah <laughs> literally everyone knows where this is going yeah and i i've just i got busy and i rendered out the video and i didn't watch it all the way through so and i just completely forgot about it mm-hmm. and we go to this person and her name was avery and we get to avery spot and it shows avery and then the next slide says waiting for parents for photos and i sat there absolutely mortified as amy the- grants now as the years go by yeah. song plays <laughs> as the years go by. and i was like i literally was like this is my, my most embarrassing moment and so i walk out in the hallway right afterwards and they're like leaving in the middle of service and i was just like so apologetic and they just they just gave me this blank stare like i'm not hearing the words that are coming out of your mouth like it didn't matter i was apologizing uh-huh. they were embarrassed i had embarrassed them probably more than yeah i'd embarrassed myself yeah i felt so terrible Ugh. And, and, you know, it kind of goes back to to what you said is um, be willing to apologize in service. There's also the balance of, like, be willing to just acknowledge it and let it roll off your shoulders. Yeah. Because when, when a pastor tries to defend or clarify too much, they just dig holes. And there's all these yeah. clips online of just <laughs> making it worse. Just, just stop you- and be like, oh, man, that was weird. Let's laugh. Ha ha. Okay, let's move so, Some of them aren't even appropriate to bring up. So I'll just say you can YouTube preaching embarrassing moments and you'll mm-hmm. find a... A collection yeah oh uh, i've been I've, I've been there before and, and i've witnessed it listeners we want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of hello church as always make sure to subscribe on youtube or wherever you get your podcast tell us your embarrassing stories we are excited about upcoming episodes we've got some great content coming your way and we want to get the word out on the podcast so perhaps this week email a link to your friends or share the podcast with them pastors who are doing the work in ministry like you are and we hope that this will be a tool as they continue to grow and be more effective as ministers of the gospel yeah next episode five places to find engaging sermon illustrations we're excited to talk about that we'll see you next time see ya